Welcome to the Uplock Podcast. This is your host, Mr. Backwards. A very good day again, guys. Thanks for tuning in for a new episode of the Uplock Podcast. Today, we invited the lead architect of LTO Network, and he goes by the name of Arnold Daniels. Very interesting guy. Let's dive in. Good afternoon, Arnold. Uh, thanks for coming on the show today. Uh, as you know, I had uh, no, the LTO CEO Rick on my previous uh, interview, and it was very cool to have him on, but I think it's also pretty exciting to have someone else like you on the show today, uh, a lead architect yeah, who basically is, is in charge of all the real-life use cases we've been seeing from, uh, from LTO. Um, but let, let's take a step back. Who are you and what are the responsibilities of a so-called lead architect? Yes, thanks for having me uh, on the show today. I'm very happy to talk about my, uh, my role and what we do uh, with LTO Network. So as a lead architect, I'm in charge basically of designing the software and the platform as a whole. So everything technical that we present and that we build um, basically first gets uh, discussed and in uh, many cases followed by, uh, by me. Oh, wow. That's quite a responsibility. And especially in a company like LTO, where you're so much focusing on, you know, getting the tech implemented into the real world. That must be uh, an exciting uh, position to be in. Yes, I think it's a great, uh, great position. You often see that people grow into a more of a CTO role, but I'm very glad that I... Um, I'm really hands-on on the on the technology, um, and I do this much better than than actually managing uh, managing mm-hmm. people. I think that those are two very different uh, different roles. So you are also involved with translating the the the, the needs of the client into a solution uh, you and the LTO team can build for them, or or how 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 does it work when 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 you know, when a company knocks on your door? Yes, I'm very much involved. Often I go to the very initial uh, meeting mm-hmm. where people state that they're interested in using blockchain, but typically they don't have uh, any idea of how they can actually benefit from uh, from using blockchain. So mm-hmm. I introduce them with the concepts and I try to listen to and to what they're saying, but also what they're not saying. So where can they really um, benefit maybe in a way that they don't even realize themselves yet? Mm-hmm. So, so that's, that's very interesting for me, um, being involved in these projects from very early on and then seeing them uh, develop in something, uh, something big, something nice, something that uh, really a lot of people are, are using. Yeah, yeah, I, I can imagine that such a, such a different different age, if I can call it that way, than than you know, if a few years ago, if you look back at 2017, where it mostly was about promises about how blockchain was being implemented. So that's definitely a cool thing to see. Um, Arnold, we we have to talk about uh, DeFi, yeah, because currently, if you just look on crypto Twitter or even mainstream, it's coming true. Uh, it seems that crypto basically equals uh, DeFi, you know, whether people like it or not. Um, but since you are 
you know, so software minded. And I was curious from a user perspective, what's your your personal view on 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 the current yeah offering of platforms and solutions that are readily available? Yeah, I think DeFi is get, is uh, making a great jump. Um, you see that blockchain really helps to create a level playing field where all the parties um, are playing by this, the same rules. Mm-hmm. And specifically on finance, we find we find out uh, time and time again that that's really necessary. Um, just take the latest um, the latest thing with with GameStop as an example, yeah. where you yeah. clip, where you clearly see that. Um, not everybody has to follow the same rules. And I yeah. think that's the most interesting thing about crypto and about blockchain, that you create a platform um, where everybody uh, follows the same rules and where everything is transparent. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, that's very necessary in finance. I think it's also necessary in other fields, um, but really, that the DeFi space is picking up now is no is no surprise and it's really cool to see. Yeah, no, definitely, and and it's 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 funny you you mentioned GameStop. It's it's a it's a perfect example of, uh, you know, it's it's fun to see, but it's a perfect example of what is wrong, you know, with the status quo systems how they are structured, and uh, yeah, there's such a huge opportunity to to make things more fair, but also distribute wealth uh, among people in a more fair fair way. Um, yes, that, that, definitely. I, I, I do have to say that we do have to recognize that it's still uh, more or less a playground. We're trying out true. all kinds of things, uh, which is really cool. But, um, well, LTO really stands for adoption. And to get mm-hmm. uh, to drive adoption for DeFi, we also need to look at um, at other things, at, at uh, being compliant, at, at regulations. Yeah. Um, and I think there we need to, to take a, a whole other yeah a whole lot of steps before we're there and before we can really um, incorporate a DeFi in, into the daily lives of, uh, of a lot of people. Yeah, that's also very true because. What you're saying is right that um, it's also a bit of a playground, and the learning curve is is, is pretty pretty steep. Yeah, so it's it's mostly, uh, of course, it's uh, DeFi is for everyone, but the way it's being you know structured now, it's it's not for everyone, but for everyone who is tech savvy enough. Um, yeah, and and that's what we might be seeing changing in the in in the near future. Uh, yeah, from from parties. Parties like LTO that, that make these services more readily available to a yeah less tech savvy uh, uh, audience. So that's yes, the- exa- exactly. Well, what we imagine is if that you at least have the option um, to use DeFi, for instance, if you want to have a, a loan for your for your business for a small business uh-huh. or um, have a mortgage on your house that you can you can choose to use. Uh, the traditional, uh, the traditional path of going through a bank, but you also have the option of using uh, using DeFi. And at this, yeah. this moment, uh, yeah, that's not available. Uh, yeah. No, 
Yeah, think, it's funny that you say that because yeah. I've like in my in my in my own personal circle there are a lot of people who are struggling to you know to buy their first house and that's either because houses are too expensive you know, that's another problem that's not solvable per se with blockchain but the other problem is that it's very difficult to get a good mortgage uh, if you are um, yeah we call it a, a sets of payer or just a simple if you run your own business and you only have like one year of revenue to to share with the bank, then they say, no, I'm sorry, but you cannot get the mortgage, even though you make a lot of money and you're planning to do that the, the, the upcoming years as well. So for for these people, um, you know, getting a loan to a more decentralized uh, system would, would, would be a great solution. Uh, I mean, if they could get if if they could get the loan, they need to buy a high house uh, in that way. So that's something I really think uh, a lot of when I hear examples like this. Yeah, I think that I think that's exactly true. You're you're hitting the nail on the head. So, what we're interesting uh, interesting is getting uh, the regulators to the point where they say, okay, this is a, an alternative that follows the. Uh, the, the rules and the laws that uh, that we had. Yeah. Um, so that that's something where LTO thinks, uh, yeah, we can play an important role in. Awesome. Hey, uh, Arnold. Recently, I also came across a paper or yeah, a, a, a PDF of LTO, and it touched base on uh, decentralized I- identities because I'm really interesting in interested from a personal level. You know how things can be made easier you know if you're running a business um so so maybe you can tell something about that because it's, i think it's quite interesting for the people to hear about these uh, decentralized identities yes it's actually a continuation of what we've discuss- been discussing with uh, with divi mm-hmm. because it's necessary to link real world items either um persons or companies or assets like uh, a home to link that to the blockchain and for those uh, for those items to have a blockchain identity. For that purpose, we need to have authorized parties that can actually link those identities to the real world entities. Um, mm-hmm. And these need to be trusted uh, parties, but we want to create trust through transparency rather mm-hmm. than saying, hey, these are the trusted entities and you have to trust them because there's no other choice. Okay, so basically, uh, if I'm hearing it correctly, it would also work both ways because it would make, I mean, if I can identify myself, uh, you know, in a fast and secure way you know, through LTO or any, any other blockchain, uh, that's good for the user side, but it would also be uh, driving uh, adoption uh, among the, 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 the government side, so to say, because they need to have some form of trust in, in order to regulate these kind of new financial ecosystems for the broader public. Exactly. So I think this is really important to, to get adoption to the real world and also to satisfy, satisfy the regulators. Um, but we don't want to make the same mistakes that we've made in the past. So it really must be the, um, the end user that's mm-hmm. in, con- is in control of their identity that can choose the party 
um, who he uses for identification and also that can, can choose to whom he'll share that uh, personal information. So on one, on one side, we want, to, we want to make the regulators happy. On the other side, we really want to focus on privacy and on transparency mm -hmm. and putting the, the users in control rather than those, those big trusted uh, third parties. Okay, that makes sense. I think that's a that's a a big challenge, but it's becoming more yeah viable by the day. Uh, so that's 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 great to see. And I think a, a very awesome example was that uh, you and your team. Uh, I think it was yeah the final month of 2020. You announced that you were working on a on, on a real life project with a United Nations and. You know, I was holding LTO for quite a while, um, but this was this was really a, a very nice surprise, to to be honest. Um, uh, it not only gave you know uh, a, a very good positive impulse for for LTO as a company and as a, a token holder, but also for the for the whole industry because it was just really cool to see uh, the the tech being implemented for the good. So as a lead architect what, what can you tell us about the status of this uh, united nations collaboration yes i think it's it's been a very significant uh, project for all parties involved so that includes the lto as well as the united nations as well mm -hmm. as the blockchain community in in, in, in general um, because this is a problem that's very hard to solve in uh, with any other means um, yeah because it really relies on, on, on trust and about uh, the parties that are currently in control. Mm -hmm. So the, the idea is very simple with blockchain, but hard to solve otherwise, because you have these deeds, these deeds to, to uh, land. To take a step back for the people who are not familiar, it's, uh, it's about creating a, a, uh, a public ledger where the because it, it, it was just a, a mess of who owns the land and that's also a very fertile ground for you know wars confrontations in such a broken country so the assignment was to give it more structure in a in such a way that every party can can trust upon am i correct exactly exactly because there was so much manipulation and fraud here where you had some land and you were suddenly being disowned um, yeah. by basically people in control of that of that registry um and that's that's very hard where when there's uh, a power shift so often yeah so yeah. you that makes it difficult for people to to actually um built a life when you can't rely on, on on even the basic things like okay i've bought it bought this land i own this land i'm going to use mm -hmm. this land mm -hmm. because maybe um when uh, a, a new uh, party gets the power in your region suddenly uh, you've lost everything that that you've worked uh, for yeah so yeah. creating this land land registry is an important project, something that the UN um, has been wanting to do for a while. And thanks to blockchain, now they finally uh, managed to to do so and to implement it. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's a, 
a really a uh, flagship partnership and i'm really looking forward to yeah i'm uh, first results or how do you want to call it i mean i'm pretty sure you will give yeah sufficient updates along the road uh to the final completion of the of the project um, yes, def de definitely. So we'll, we'll be updating uh, everybody as well as um, uh, the UN Habitat, which are also very involved in this uh, this project. Mm -hmm. So first, awesome. it's being uh, launched in in Afghanistan, yeah. but um, other countries are interested in, uh, in it as well. So we should see more uh, deployments uh, of it very soon. Cool, cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, twenty twenty was a very important year for LTO. Um, you know, of course through this partnership, but also through other part partnerships, you received a lot of recognition as a uh, as a project. Uh, of course, you also merged with uh, VIDT Data Link, and that was also a big uh, uh, big happening, so to say. Um, but twenty twenty one started off crazy. I mean, if you look at just at the market, but also yeah politics uh, everything is just in a in, in a turmoil and it is it's it's really a, yeah uh interesting year ahead so to say so before we uh wrap up this conversation what can we expect in terms of uh development uh, since you're the lead architect uh, for uh, from lto for the coming quarters yeah so in 2021 we'll be really focusing on our identity platform Mm -hmm. um, there's a new standard that's sweeping uh, the blockchain land called BIDs, Decentralized Identifiers, um, which we'll be re really focusing on, as well as verifiable credentials. Uh -huh. And of course, we've got a partnership uh, with uh, Chainlink, um, which be, will be, will be um, yeah, doing a lot of uh, things, a lot of projects with uh, at the end of the, of the year. A lot of cool things coming uh, coming up, and uh, well, trying not to uh, to let the crazy times get to us too much because uh, yeah, we, we just want to focus on uh, on adoption and 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 building uh, useful uh, useful things. Slow and steady wins the race. Uh, I love that, Arnold. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right. Um, well, thank you for this uh, for this short chat. I think uh, everyone, yeah, just got a whole uh yeah better idea of, of of what lto is trying to achieve pretty exciting stuff coming up well, thanks for having me of course uh arnold and i think uh yeah we will have some uh, more than enough reasons uh coming up to uh, to catch up again wish you a great day ahead um yeah speak soon you too cheers